Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Enjoying this wonderful pizza from Slice on Broadway, the people in Pittsburgh that provide good pizza to podcasters. Nothing but good old games and ukuleles this week on Boss Battle. Welcome, everybody, to Boss Battle number 141, a show in which the writers of Insert Coin to begin get together and talk about video games. I'm your host, Bobby F.J. Tom, but before we get to the general frivolity and infotainment of this podcast, let's see what everybody achieved this week. Joining us once again, back from, from parts unknown where he was, is on assignment in Jamaica. Chachi, what did you achieve this week? Uh, everything I achieved, I achieved in the past two days. <laughs> um, the only thing I played in Jamaica uh, was Slaying, uh, Slaying, Slaying, Slaying. Uh, which I uh, reviewed. And we'll talk about uh, later, too. Yeah, I reviewed yesterday. Um, but uh, I was on a beach or poolside. Um, did you play water polo? No. Okay. Uh, just because I didn't want to. It was it was a, a, available in the pool at certain times of the day, but I didn't want to play it. Did you play um, Marco Polo? No. <laughs> um, I played uh, Colossatron, Slam, uh, Hearthstone, Tetris, Pac-Man, Bubble Bobble, um, and uh, Pinball FX I downloaded. Mm-hmm. Which one? So, that's that's what I accomplished. Which you accomplished more in the two days that you played than I accomplished this whole week of yeah. being home. <laughs> uh, so you so that you did. Sorg, what about you? What did you achieve this week? Yeah, man. I didn't get into too much this, man. I was real angry. <laughs> you had that prop ready, didn't you? He did. <laughs> it was actually on Roman Reigns earlier. I sent Chachi a picture. <laughs> So uh, we have a we have for those don't watch the video game or the wrestling show. I have a proper uh, full sized uh, Roman Reigns stand up over here. We got from the Carnes's, um, and he was Jamaican for a while, man. He's from some island. Island. I was close enough, um, but no, I haven't done anything but WWE Immortals. To be honest, I actually had to delete all my games to do a project last week that was filming on my phone and iPad. So I just had to delete everything that was on all of them. Goat That's simulator, sad. everything, uh, so I could get some work done. But um, but no, but uh, I'm gonna wear this hat for this entire episode, or until it gets too itchy that I can't stand <laughs> it anymore. Because I'm just realizing how itchy it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is the next five minutes, probably. Like, like, we'll see how long this lasts. But um, <laughs> I hope I, I hope I get to wear it for the mayhem show. To be honest, so I miss <laughs> long hair, man. I always wanted dreads. This is great. This is great. Thanks, Josh. Um, you know what? I honestly don't think I saw one Jamaican with dreads the entire week. What the hell? But you yeah, were To be honest. But you're, you're, from my understanding, you were on a resort and not real Jamaica. Well, we went out into real Jamaica, <gasps> and real Jamaicans work on the re- at the resort, so. Every, every time and they try to sell you everything. Of course every they do. Every time I think of Jamaica, I think of that Saturday Night Live skit. They had where, come to Jamaica. Well, I. Uh, two things, I, and I don't want to go on a tirade about Jamaica. I'm going to film a video for Sorg later uh, oh. this week. Um, but uh, one, uh, Jamaicans will try to sell you every drug under the sun if you're a tourist. Ooh. Um, every Jamaican. doesn't matter who it is. Uh, two, because no one owns the ocean, there are people selling stuff in the ocean. On the <laughs> what? Of- on the edges of these. That's reports. amazing. 
Like, because they can't come onto the beach because that's technically resort property. So they'll stand like two or three feet into the ocean and wait for you to go out for a swim to try to sell you stuff that they're carrying. Wow. <laughs> so it, it's amazing. And lobster raft. Lobster raft? Yeah, I sent a picture out. There's a guy who uh, will paddle up a boat into the uh, the resort part of the ocean and grill lobsters. Nice. Oh, I did but, see that picture. Yeah. yeah. So These are legal lobsters, man. <laughs> it seemed like a video game, honestly, while I was there. It's like Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Know. All right. Now, um, what'd you achieve, Bobby? My my achievements are going to seem pretty boring this week. Um, well, compared to Jamaica, yeah. Well, yeah, compared to Jamaica, I I achieved. Um, I played uh, Borderlands the pre sequel. I went back into it. Uh, didn't get very far because I didn't really have a lot of time this weekend. Um, I saw Avengers. That's something, but it's. Not related to video games. There's a video game about it, I'm oh. sure. I and bought... Sorry, God. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I bought VIP tickets to see Avengers tomorrow. Nice. nice. You will enjoy it. It's good. Yes, you it's will. It's quite good. Um, but that's for another show. Um, it, it was the first time I've ever bought VIP tickets. <laughs> um, and I, I also played some Crossy Road and the Simpsons game, because they're doing the Sideshow Bob thing. So I'm trying to get Sideshow Bob. And that's all I achieved this week. All right, you want to send us around in that, Chachi? Sure. It's now time for video game three things from around the internet. First up, PBS Digital Studios game slash show covers Tetris. Um, they touch on the history of Tetris, uh, why Tetris is impossible to beat. <laughs> and uh, I found a typo, so I'll have to go back and fix that. Um but uh, and then they, they talk about uh, how it originally started as a uh, random selection for the pieces into what's known as a bag system. Uh, so it, it's really interesting, and I'm glad that PBS is getting into this whole thing. Um, but it, it's ten minutes long. Uh, the uh, the Tetris part is actually only like seven minutes long because they recapped last week's show. Uh, with comments and everything, so you you only really need to watch seven minutes of it, but it's definitely worth watching if you're interested into the history and the the psychology and science behind video games. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Uh, next up, a Lego enthusiast created the old Russia level from Destiny, completely in Lego, nice. complete with minifigs. Uh, I put one of the pictures in. It's an overview of the. The entire thing, uh, but if you followed the Flickr link, it shows all the close-ups of the the entire level and the uh, the minifigs that he created for it. So uh, go over and check it out. Uh, and last but not least, if you guys were on the internet at all for the past week, <laughs> uh, you may have noticed that there was this really big fight that took place Saturday night. Yeah, it happened at Kennywood. Yeah. No, no, not that one. Oh, uh, this oh, one oh. was a, a legitimate boxing match for. Oh, paper between paper. those horses, between yeah. those horses at the Kentucky Derby. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao had their their fight of the century um, Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> YouTube user Nuber Goober Gaming, uh, <laughs> which by the way is a great name, Nuber Goober. Uh, Recreated the uh, fight, or gave a summary of the fight, <laughs> created in Punch-Out. 
uh, three minutes and nine seconds long, which saves you a lot of time from watching the actual fight uh, because it's pretty accurate. I didn't so, watch the actual fight, so I, I, I watched some of this. <laughs> I, I watched a recap, not this one, but a, an actual recap mm -hmm. of the fight uh, because I wasn't paying $100 for it. Yeah, exactly. Did you watch it on Periscope? <laughs> What's that? Watch it on Periscope. I didn't even do that. I watched, I, I, it. Was, I watched it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I was still out of the country, so it wasn't anything that I was looking for. Um, but yeah, watch this. It's it's funny even if you don't like boxing. Um, so you can check that out. And that is all I have for you this week in video game things from around the internet. Thank you, Bobby. All right, it's time for some things you should be made aware of. And Chachi, I was looking at the Google Play Store the other day, and I saw this game called Slayin', and I was like, I don't know if I have enough room for this. Uh, I don't know if I have time for this. You reviewed it. Is this game worth my time? Should I download this game? Yeah, you should. Um, it, it's it. I gave it a 5 out of 5 easily. Um, Good. Like, I go back and forth while I'm playing these games, and trying to figure out what ranking I should give it. Um, it it's not very that I handily give a 5 out of 5, um, it, like, without even thinking about it. Uh, this was one of those games where it didn't really require any thought. Um, it was. It is a great game and deserves... Audio? Yeah, we're losing audio on you, Chach. I don't know why you're cutting out there. But uh, generally, good game. Okay, okay. So uh, download it, Bobby. Not much excuse not I to, right? To, I will have to download that one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually. Um, it's an action RPG, I think. Uh, and I was I was looking for a new like game like that, so I'll, I'll check it out. All right. It Oh. No, I was there looking is. at the stuff for the game, and uh, Google Hangout muted. Oh, stupid thing! Uh, the game is only twenty-five megabytes, so it's not going to take up no, that that's much. Good. That's good. Um, that's good. Um, the retro, the retro style graphics for, and I have to correct you, but it's known as a, it's the only endless RPG, according to them. Um, essentially, it's just an endless runner. Okay, um, but the difference is you can only run so far. Um, you go back and forth on the level, killing uh, creatures, leveling up. Uh, every ten levels, you fight a boss. Ooh, that's um, but it—I know it sounds easy, but it's after a while it gets really difficult to play. Um, it, it has uh, chiptune music to go with the retro graphics that mesh one hundred percent. It is a perfect uh, equation as, as far as this game goes. So, I mean, at twenty-five megabytes, it's a free game. Uh, you're not really losing much. Yeah, that's good. I, I was looking for smaller games because I know, like, I had to delete Immortals because it was taking up way too much room. I deleted uh, Family Guy, and I was, like, on the cusp of not having any room. So uh, smaller games are good. <laughs> right. Yeah, it definitely downloaded. It's not going to take up that much room on your phone. Um, and even if you only play it, like, once or twice a week, it, it's definitely worth the time. Cool. All right, I will do that since I got my new phone now. So... Have something to put on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about uh, this new game called Ukulele. It is a spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie. 
Um, they just uh, started the Kickstarter project. Uh, it's from the same creative team behind Banjo-Kazooie. And it's become the fastest Kickstarter campaign to reach $1 million in only six hours. Uh, right now, as of this uh, podcast, it had $2.1 million with 42 days still left, re- still remaining on its Kickstarter uh, time. Um, it was funded in 40 minutes, meeting its $270,000 goal. Um, the lead character, uh, Yuka and Laylee, were revealed the day uh, that Platonic, uh, a studio comprised of the creative team behind uh, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, kicked off its uh, fu- crowdfunding campaign. Um, so with that, with, that, with that out of the way, are spiritual successors the next wave in video games since most larger game companies own the rights to the original creations like Banjo-Kazooie and Mighty Number no. 9. I can't think of spiritual successors really... I'm still wearing the hat, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, like, ever kind of getting a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. Um, and any thought... You know, any, it's kind any, of a new thing, pretty much. I guess so, and, and especially something like this. I mean, I guess we've had, like... I, I think we've had creative teams go to like different studios and stuff and say, well, this is, we're going to do what we wanted to, but over here. I mean, you could say Bungie kind of has that because they're doing Destiny, and Destiny is kind of the spiritual successor to Halo in a way, right? Um, mm. So, yeah, I think so. Especially as, as these teams don't break up or they, they move on, and, and yeah, I, I think, I think uh, it is a possibility that you'll see a lot of that. And I think when people say, oh, it was the guys that made, made Banjo-Kazooie, there's a lot of people that have very, very fond memories of that and the old rare days, you know, which we don't have anymore. They're, not, they're a sh- pure shadow of their former selves. So, um, no, I, I'd be looking forward to this. And, and like I saw um, with uh, Hideo Kojima leaving Ka- uh, Konami, it, it's like kind of the end of that rock star uh, head of like the, the company for gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's it's the end of that era, and like companies are like getting bigger, and they're like kind of kicking those guys to the curb and just having like just yeah, I think a lot of programmers. Com- not I'm, taking the credit for Yeah, it. I think a lot of companies are trying to kind of put them in their place mm-hmm. and say, no, and, we're the bosses. Yeah, and uh, I think those people are like the like big rock star gamer, like game creators are like kind of going to Kickstarter and like GoFundMe and all that stuff. I don't know if that's you could use that for like that, but um, they're, they're, they're tr- trying to create something new that's kind of similar to their old creations. And I think it's kind of cool that they're doing that, mm-hmm. you know? So. Cool. Josh? I, I really have no opinion on this. I, I mean, uh, with the stuff that gets kickstarted nowadays, anything could technically be a spiritual uh, successor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can honestly say I've never played Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. Um, just didn't look like something I would be interested in. So I, I, I skipped it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, as long as it's not something completely ridiculous, like potato salad, then uh, yeah, I'm cool. Go ahead and <laughs> crowdfund your game. Cause I mean, it, it, it shows, uh, AAA gaming that other people can do it too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it makes them have to step up, uh, step up and actually work for the, the money that we're spending. And people are definitely on board because... In six hours, they raised one million dollars. Right. I mean, that's yeah. That's I, I mean, they are. You know, like I said, as long as it's not potato salad, I. 
I mean, you can do whatever you want to do on, on Kickstarter, and it's only a good thing. It can only be a good thing. Because, I mean, even if it's a bad game, you don't have to play it. But it showed that there's another avenue for other games to be made. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. All right. Uh, people are go- going nuts over the latest Amiibos on the market. Uh, so nuts that you can find you can't even find them in stores. Out uh, of the new the new wave that was released, people broke GameStop's website when they were released. Also, oh wow, okay, yeah. Um, Nintendo is promising to release re-release some of the old figures that may have been in short supply. Uh, they're also bumping up how many how many amiibos they are making and shipping to retailers. So that's good. Um, the company also said it plans to make it easier for consumers to know when new amiibos are on the way. Uh, with press announcements, uh, timely updates on their social media channels, and working closely with retailers. Uh, now, with that being said, I know you guys aren't too much into the Amiibos. I have one. I have Mega Man. Um, there's a rumor of the Silver Mario coming out, too, which everybody's excited about, or Metallic Mario, whatever you want to call them. And there's the Wooly Yoshi that's coming, too. Um, do you think that Nintendo should reissue, reissue older Amiibo figures, or do you think that will devalue the ones that are already out? I am uh, forever... I'm, I'm still wearing a hat. Um, I'm forever... <laughs> I keep forgetting until the shot comes to me. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm forever fascinated. I started looking at the Infinity figures a while ago, and, um, and I'm like, I kind of want to collect them. But I don't want to start getting into that. It's like the World of Warcraft problem. Like, this will cost me lots of money. Um, and really, do you have the time for that? But, uh, but no, I, you know, what is the point of it? Is it the collector's value or is it, you know, I, I like to think of an amiibo and that ability it gives me as something like I pick up a game off of a thing. I, I, I hate when video games are in short supply. I hate that certain video games, namely Ninja Turtles the arcade game, are, or old Marvel games, are unavailable digitally on like the Xbox 360 store right now because of whatever license reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, I think any game should be available, and I look at these at the same way. But and I know that's not how everybody's looking at them, and maybe they are doing as collectors, they're doing runs, and, you know, stuff like that. And I think Nintendo's smart. They're going to put out whatever's selling. Right, they're like, mm-hmm. well, we sold out of those Mario uh, Fireball figures like nothing. We're gonna make a bunch more. You know what I mean? They, they, you know what? This is uh, Nintendo's kept saying we're not a video game company, we're a toy company, and now they need to operate like a toy company. Well, they they started as a trading card company. So yeah, a, mean, yeah, playing card company. Playing actually. card company. Yeah, um, right. And they say we are a toy company, and I think they had mm-hmm. some sort of toys somewhere in between their Japanese toys and Pinko machines or whatever they're called. Um, I wouldn't say Plinko machines, but I know that's not right either. Um, but there you know, are f- maybe there are a few. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm just trying to figure out my Japanese. <laughs> I was going to say there are a few that were released that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. like the the Bowser one. That looks like an awesome Bowser figure. I don't know if we've ever had a really awesome Bowser figure. Um, and the Punch Out one is also cool. The little Mac one. Um, I, the reason I bought Mega Man is because I've never really had a Mega Man action figure to buy. I've never really seen one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, not mean, a good one. I Definitely mean, not a good one. Yeah, not a good one. I mean, this was like the closest thing to a Mega Man action figure that I've seen in stores. You know, and that's why I got it. I don't. I don't. I have. A, I have a 3DS. I don't have a Wii U. Um, but I got it as a collector's item, and that's what. And and I and I've seen like Mega Man going for forty dollars online. Like, I, I I bought it for twelve ninety nine at Walmart, mm-hmm. but I've seen I've seen the other ones that are so rare 
going for as much as like $100. Like those were like the Target exclusive ones. Yeah, it's like going to get crazy. But you know what? When Even when you look at, at action figures and, and wrestling toys, anything like that, there's the you know the limited runs and the boxes mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, it, and, and this is actually, you know, there's them being a toy company, you know, and you get these these rare things like by purpose or not. And either way, this has maybe caused the most excitement of anything in Nintendo's recent history. So, mm-hmm. good for them. And now they have this new thing that's like mini, mini games with the amiibos. They right. just introduced. And that's like a selling, a, like I said, and that's like a selling point. And that's where I think mm-hmm. it's like nah, I want that to be available, you know. So, and I think like um, there are these power discs that come with the Infinity figures, but I think you can buy them. You can basically buy any figure with Infinity digitally. Mm-hmm. You don't get the figurine, but you get all that bonus yeah, add-on stuff that comes with them, with the Venom figure or something, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, I, and I wonder if Amiibo is going to do something similar to that. I don't know. It's a different sort of system than what Infinity is doing with like one kind of big game kind of situation since you can use them kind of across the board. But I don't know. It'd be interesting. Like an Amiibo unlock pack or something mm-hmm. like that. And another way to make money. So why not? They need to make an eight pack of all the Koopa Kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chachi, <laughs> what do you think of uh, this phase of your beloved Nintendo? <laughs> I, I was just waiting for a logical point for me to interrupt you guys so I could get my <laughs> That's why I went. I, I just listen. I just wanted to give you the proper floor and take take the camera off of this ridiculous hat I'm wearing. We're just so <laughs> excited about Amiibo. We want to talk about it twenty four seven. That's right. I, I I think what it I think what they need to do is re release figures, mm-hmm. just not all of them. No, like uh, the absolutely. gold Mario, the silver Mario. Those should be special figures, yeah. and I could understand them doing a limited run. Leave you Ness at home. Still have. What's that? Leave Ness at home. Yeah, I think, well, and even seen... even Ness, Ness should be a, a limited figure. If I see Ness uh, anywhere, I'm grabbing it. <laughs> but I, I think they should continue to re to re release these figures. Mm-hmm. Um, one because I hate, and I, I'm going to swear for the first time this show, but I hate those fuckers that go out and buy every single one of the figures that they can just so they can jack up the price and resell them on eBay. That's a horrible business model, and I, I don't think they should be able to do that. I think it's ass. Um, and two, I think that at this point, um, especially with them delaying Zelda, they need to do something to keep the income coming. Mm-hmm. And if you, they keep releasing these figures, people are going to keep buying them. Um, why limit your market when you can continue to make money off these? Because, yeah, I'm not going to go out and fight for these stupid little figures. Um, but if I don't have to, then maybe I'll buy them. Because like you said, Bobby, I, I don't think we've gotten an awesome Bowser figure. No, we haven't. We haven't and, really. I mean... I love Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They keep screwing up, but it's it's, it's, it's what, a part. It's a part yeah, of all our childhoods, right? And so, I mean, yeah, I may not have the room for it, but I might go out and start a little amiibo collection if they're mm-hmm. available. Chachi, I, not- I think video wise, every time you say "I love Nintendo," you should hold up the tattoo on your hand, it, like in <laughs> in in coordination, and be like, "Look, look, I love Nintendo." 
yeah, look. I love Nintendo. Like it should be just a nonverbal cue as a reminder to anybody who might not, you know, realize I love Nintendo. Look, you know, it's right there. It's on me. Forever. Like if there's any way to flaunt your nerdness and further prove why you're you are you are on this show, right? I, 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 make sure you give a I, thumbs up when that happens too. I have no tattoos, but I have a birthmark of the Konami code. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird, and you should probably get that checked out. Yeah, I, I think I will. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I seriously limit certain ones. I, mm-hmm. I mean, because Earthbound is a rare game, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I understand them. They're only being a few Nesses. Um, I understand there being only a few Gold Mario's. I understand there being a few Silver Mario's. Rosalina is also a rare one. What's that? Rosalina, she was like a Target exclusive, I think. Those should be the rare ones. No, they shouldn't. No, Rosalina? No, I I think they should be like these store exclusives. Those should be the ones that are restocked the most. Okay. Um, I think it's... First off, Rosalina's not a a rare character. What about the Wii Fit Trainer? (laughs) See? Why is that a rare character? Probably because they didn't want to make too many. Because because that's the only way you're going to gain interest for them. Yeah, they didn't want to make that one because not much interest. I mean, mean, why limit your income? You know, you know, and also on on rare things. Have you guys, you know, Chachi, you've been to New York Comic Con. You've seen like the booths there. Like these were all the exclusive ones. Or I've seen booths at the uh, Steel City Con where there it's all the exclusive toys from the San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con and everything else. Half the time they're really bizarre repaints of some other thing that you're like, <laughs> I wouldn't have bought that anyways. You know, and just because I remember. They, I remember. Uh, oh, good. Uh, uh, prime example. The uh, the Popco or Funko Groot, yeah, that we got in Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only reason that was an exclusive was because they gave it a glow in the dark hand. Or the oh, the, that's it. I thought the whole thing was glow in the dark. No, just the oh hand. Yeah, just the hand. Why? Yeah, so you mean to tell me that you're sitting there in your room with your light off so you can see the glow in the dark hand? I am Groot hand. <laughs> I, I mean, I I can honestly say that in the months that I've had it. Sitting next to a bond, a bamboo tree, that I've never once said, "Huh, I should shut off all the lights so I can see his hand glow." But it's going like a hundred dollars on on eBay. Is it really? Uh, something like that. Oh, it geez. is like an ins- insane amount. I should really price. Fruit? I should really price some yeah. of this loot crate stuff so you're gonna make a couple At least bucks. 50, I think. <laughs> um, I going going with what Chachi said about like variants. Or no, I think it was Sorry that said like variant paint schemes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when I used to collect X Men figures. Um, they would release so many characters that were like the same model. It was just a different paint scheme. Like Rogue and Polaris were like the same figures, stuff like that. Uh, he Man was very notorious for this, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll start doing this with Amiibos for some reason. It's a toy thing. I mean, you see the same thing with wrestling figures. You see, you see it the same thing across the board. If there's, and they're like, the Bellas have a similar body type. So does Paige. So does uh, Ashley or not, or, uh, Summer Rae. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you're like different head. This one's blonde, a little bit longer. Uh, let's give her a different sleeve. You Slightly know. off topic. <laughs> I almost, I almost bought a Lego hot dog figure. Hot for- dog. Yeah, the the Lego hot dog guy, the little hot dog guy, it's dressed in a hot dog suit. Oh, jeez. 
I almost bought him for like ten bucks this week. What is wrong? What? Because I want. Don't get me started on Lego I figures. Like, oh, I should pick up some Star Wars Lego figures. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, why I don't own the uh, entire Lego movie in Legos. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if these people are buying them and then jack up the prices. It's yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. I mean, why should that be a, a legitimate business model? That because somebody's paying for it. Honestly, idea. because somebody's paying for it. Yeah, exactly. I know. But I, I mean, would, if I'm video game this... companies are getting pissed off at resellers like GameStop and the exchange because they're not getting a cutback. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the manufacturers of these goddamn toys? Uh, different <laughs> because it's intellectual property. It's software versus like a physical thing. So that it, it, that that's more the the idea, I think. So don't get logical with me, fucker. Hey, let's move on. We're gonna move on to. Uh, Pinball. Ooh, pinball. I've never once said this is a family show. Chachi, you, you mentioned uh, Zen Pinball, right? Uh, pinball FX. Pinball FX, which is by Zen Pinball, same thing, same company. Okay. A new table. I'm not an expert in it. I only downloaded it yesterday. A new table based on Valve's Portal games are Woo-hoo. headed to Zen Pinball. Uh, the table features GLaDOS and Shell and even Atlas and Peabody during multiball segments. Um, the action on the table is really neat, and it features the voice of Gladys herself. Uh, the table is going to be two ninety nine, and it will be available later this month on PC and consoles. Okay, with with them adding like uh, Portal and Marvel and all those other things, what other franchises would you like to be seen made into a Zen pinball table? Uh, Game oh. of Thrones. <laughs> oh yeah, none because I kind of just want to play regular pinball. Oh man, Game of Thrones like. It would have like Ned Stark cutting somebody's head off. Yeah, that would be the bloodiest pinball ball board ever. <laughs> like I, I seriously, I spent uh, ten minutes playing Star Wars pinball yesterday, and was so irritated because I had no idea what it wanted me to hit. There's so much stuff to hit. Chachi, mm-hmm. you need to come with me to a vicious outcast wrestling show just so you can play the arcade games. They have a golden eye <laughs> pinball machine. It's nice. it's it's pretty. Got some pretty well, I mean, stuff like that. I I played downtown at the the Smithfield Arcade. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, what is it? They get away and play. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they have tons of pinballs for machines. But I mean, the video game ones. There's so much shit. Yeah, and it's so hard to make out where you're supposed to go to uh to complete these in game missions. Listen, the only pinball games video game wise I really dug was Kirby's Dream Ball Land. Uh, on the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, and there was a pin- some kind of pinball game I had a demo of on DOS that I really enjoyed. That's it. You know, uh, can we talk about the one that came with Windows? <gasps> yeah! Oh, yeah, that's probably the greatest pinball machine ever, or pinball game ever released, and it was perfect. Yep, and free ish. Yeah, came with Windows. Uh, along with that, they also need to bring back the uh, the the game that came with. Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica or whatever it was. Oh, what? You also need to bring back that actor that did the commercials. That guy was awesome. So, yeah. Huh. I um, well, one of the things I was thinking of when I thought of that question, I, I think it would be awesome to have like a Bioshock Infinite table mm-hmm. with with the sky hook. You know how it has like the... the yeah, that would be fun. And, and another one would be Assassin's Creed, Chachi. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Just to see the inventive things they do with it, you know. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's a neat series. I, I really like the the Deadpool one and the Marvel ones that they do. Mm-hmm. And they have um, these on my uh, uh, my Fire TV, and I'm really considering picking up a table or two. So I mean, they're like three bucks a piece. It's not much. Yeah, so yeah, not, not? it's not bad at all. And, and, and I like love. I, I'm amazed how how good stuff uh, uh, how stuff looks on that that Fire Stick still. You know, and I haven't put too much money into a lot of games because a lot of them. Like, I really want to have that controller to it but uh we've been playing like you don't know jack on it when my brother was down and and uh playing that bomber run game and it's a lot of fun so all right um gonna move on here uh sega of america will not have a booth at this year's e3 Mm -hmm. will instead focus on restructuring and relocating to southern california the company said today so um you said you you had a our first ever edition of mini mini boss Right, right. Uh, which is going to be our. Uh, I've already been doing these kind of mini shows uh, four days a week here, Tuesday through Friday, for awesomecast.net, wrestlingmayhemshow.com. So we thought we'd do one here for those, so we have something regular going on on Instacoin to begin. Uh, so uh, we're going to do a story today, and I'm actually hitting up all the guys to kind of get their thoughts and integrate that in as well. Chachi, you had some thoughts that you shared on this. I mean, I think we're pretty much in agreement of like, good, fix yourself, Sega, right? So it's not even a matter of fixing themselves, it's a matter of not wasting needed capital elsewhere mm-hmm. um, to represent at a conference that doesn't ultimately matter anymore, um, especially for established companies. Sega is an established company. While we mm-hmm. might not have agreed with them in the past and like some of the stuff that they did, they're established. We don't need them to go to a big, a big thing like this and be like, fireworks, mm-hmm. game. Uh, doesn't Rick- need to happen. I, I actually missed Riz's uh, comment this morning because um, I'm trying to get in the flow of this. Uh, but he says, what is Sega actually going to show? Another Sonic game that looks like it's still in beta? I think mm-hmm. this is a sign that they are close to being bought out by a bigger company. That or it will turn into Konami. And this is the other thing. And I noted this on, on the other show. Um, oh, Atlas, uh, which is a sub- subsidy, a subsidi- mm-hmm. subsidiary of Sega, is still going. They will have yeah. a presence. So I think they're just going to get a corner of that booth. Um, so you might just see kind of a, a shared space. They're just not, not going to do the big flashy booth, booth that they usually do. Um, it, but, they also announced they're going to be at E3. They're just going to have right. like they're going to coattail on basically probably Microsoft and Sony's announcements. Right. Um, right. They might showcase like one of their games in Listen, one of their press conferences. Uh, and, and as I mentioned, um, everybody's pulling out or or uh, or pulling down their their sizings for CES and E3 because it's a time suck for the company and mm-hmm. it's a budget suck. And uh, and they're saying, well, you know, in this age of the internet, there's other ways for us to do this, and they're being a little smarter with how things are done. So even Comic Con's as big as E3 now. Right, exactly. The they're put, they, and they're putting their money towards that and have these big boosts and connecting directly with the people buying it So mm-hmm. versus just press. So I think there's a little bit of a shift happening there. Um, but they, they said they plan to showcase like some of their bigger titles, <coughs> Sonic, uh, later in the year after the move is complete to their new studios. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sorg. Yes. You know what? Uh, what? What does Sega need to do to win back confidence of, the, of gamers? Pizza, pizza for the gamers, pizza for okay. the for the crowd, pizza for the the masses, pizza from Slice on Broadway at sliceonbroadway.com here in Carnegie and Beachview here in uh, the Pittsburgh area. Hey guys, they got a new site. Look at this thing. Ooh, uh, a lot of shots from their new place down in Carnegie. They got a few videos up there, including feeding the neighborhood with pizza. Check that out. <laughs> that's awesome. And they got a few other things going on. So um, yeah, that that's the owner right now, right there, and. Uh, 
awesome dude that uh, we get to talk to every time we go down there. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's cool. And, hey, look, they, they got a proclamation, too, Chachi, um, down there. They had a slice on Broadway day back on April 14th, and, uh, and, and, and they deserve it. It's really good stuff. Just there over the weekend, had a tremendous buffalo chicken pizza. Oh, hey, hey, Bobby, on uh, a diet cheat day. Uh, so we had a lot of fun out there. Uh, so uh, thanks to them for supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pizza. And uh, please check them out, Pittsburgh, uh, SliceOnBroadway.com, uh, PGH underscore Slice on the Twitters, and uh, look for Slice on Broadway on their Facebook and their Instagram. Bobby? All right, it's time for the final battle segment. Today, good old games, or GOG if you're nasty, uh, they announced a DRM-free platform, Galaxy, as an open beta, uh, meaning you could finally try it out. Uh, the software offers a library system that allows users to enable auto-updates, chat support, and cross-play with other plat- platforms like Steam. Uh, and all of this is optional but can be disabled by the user. Mm-hmm. Uh, matchmake, matchmake is, is bleh, matchmaking is also included for some titles. Uh, one of the notable features, though, allows you to roll back versions of the game so that you update in case something like the new patch uh, has an adverse effect on your gaming experience. Um, As we know, patches can do. They can ruin things sometimes. Remove my Arkham Asylum game so I never went back. uh, GOG's first major release on Galaxy will be The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt in just two weeks. Um, The company said that Galaxy will lay the groundwork for additional AAA releases in the future. Uh, That's great for them. I mean, uh, it's about time we had some competition for Steam here. Um, Also, Origin is still a thing. Uh, speaking of origin, they, uh, EA announced uh, a couple games that are coming up for 2016. Sports, 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 sports. Um, uh, FIFA 2016, Madden 2016, NHL 2016, Rory McIlroy P- PGA Tour. No 2016 on that. NBA Live 2016, a new Need for Speed game, Star Wars Battlefront. A new Mirror's Edge game, which, Ooh. wow, where did that come from? Hey, I enjoyed it on the iPad. Uh-huh. And a new uh, Plants vs. Zombies game as well. Of course. Um, but th- those are all going to be on Origin, of course. Uh, but the final question is, with the new GOG Galaxy and EA announcing its 2016 lineup, do you think Steam finally has some competition when it comes to PC gaming? Nope. I, I uh, totally agree with you. Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Uh, it's about um, it's about PC gaming, and you fell asleep. Yeah. No, um, I, I had work thing to take care of. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. The the question is with uh, GOG being announced by uh, or, uh, Galaxy being announced by GOG, which is good old games, um, and EA announcing their 2016 lineup. Do you think Steam finally has some competition for PC gaming? I'm sorry. I, go on. Just skip me. Okay. Okay. He's got a thing. That's all right. Um, but but yeah, there's, there's some stuff going um, down. But anyways, um, but no, uh, Steam is too ingrained. I mean, Origin, I don't know as if they've really, other than having exclusive stuff, their EA games, and I think there's been some some uh, uh, issues back and forth between Origin and Steam for those EA games that used to be on Steam. Um, but I think generally, if 
picked this team has been around so long and has been perfected after so many years and with so many forward moving platforms the issue you're going to find is people that are going to jump on the steam os's and these boxes when they do i think potentially become somewhat popular in the coming years not anytime soon no but i think they will be a true alternative eventually to your xbox ones and yeah. your playstation fours but then you have a platform problem and ea will want to be on there because it's another place their game needs to be to sell right um yeah. Now, I'm running into the problem where I'm going to go. I just signed up for the beta while you're talking, by the way. Um, So I'm going to try it out. But now I'm in a situation where I'm sitting on my MacBook. Now it has Battle.net and Steam and Origin because I got games off a Humble Bundle on there. And and now good old games. This is like, I don't know, this seems like the game equivalent of informing four different antiviruses. I'm afraid they're going to fight each other. Um, but uh, it's kind of that, you know, I hated having Steam and then Windows, games from Windows Live. I have a couple games I bought in there actually went away. So anytime, it's not, anytime I go, you know, it took me a while to go check out good old games and buy some games and they were cheap games or they were free games like when they put the fallout series out that was my window into it. origin because it's in humble bundle i have a problem dropping 60 dollars for a new game on a new platform even by it's a big company how many times does microsoft screw people over on digital pur- purchases yep and i'm talking mostly about music and movies that's how i got into gog was the free games they offered mm-hmm. um i don't have a powerful pc as as everybody knows but it's a perfect platform for you yeah and it's all older games, which is mm-hmm. great. Uh, but they are finally starting to get the AAA games to get more people into their system. It, um, it, it, that's interesting because I thought really the appeal was that they were the, the classic games. I can go mm-hmm. play Rebel Assault? Yeah. I mean, and this is the reason that I get a lot of things on Steam. Like, I went and bought the whole Unreal and Doom and Quake series. I don't think I picked up Quake, actually. I have all the CDs, but I can't play them on a Mac or a newer Windows PC. So I get them on there, so I have them. You know, I don't have to worry about that disc and doesn't have the patch to work, so it's not just on a 3DFX card, you know? Um, and and I, holy, you, I can run Rebel Assault on Linux? Are you kidding me? While I was on GOG getting those free games, you know what game I actually bought from them? What's that? Because I couldn't find it on Steam, Roller Coaster Tycoon One and Two. They're sure. tremendous, and I mean, for ten bucks, I will rebuy just about any mm-hmm. game that I loved ten that, years ago. I wasted so many hours in not wasted. <laughs> I I perfected so many hours in college on perfected Roller Coaster. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I I played the game from sun up to sundown some night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like a college staple for me, and and, and I miss it. But I, oh, I have it on geez. my computer now, and I can play Oh, jeez. You get me into this. We had this problem when they launched these Star Wars games over here. TIE Fighters, uh, uh, Linux, and Mac compatible. Oh, man. It's only eight ninety nine. <laughs> oh, get me away from the story, Bobby. Uh, uh, right. But no, no. Steve, the, uh, good old games will all... I, they will do well. I don't think they're going to co- compete or beat Steam. Um, it's but something new. It's, it's I, I think they're getting more off of these because, I mean, the nostalgia factor. This is the WWE <laughs> network of video games over yeah. here. Okay? So... It's the Lucha Underground and ROH of... We're mixing our podcast again, Bobby! <laughs> You're right. doing a Lucha cast on the video game cast. I'm doing a Jamaica cast over here. Chachi's doing Chachi Jamaica cast. I don't know. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Everything okay in your neck of the woods, not Chachi? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Sorry, okay. I had something come up. No problem. Right. It happens. It, it happens. happens. That's alright. Do you have any thoughts on, on, on Grand Old Games? Or Good Old uh, Games? I think it's a good, once again, competition is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes services better and it can only improve everything. 
Um, it uh, if this doesn't help Steam get its shit together, then um, I, I don't know what will. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but over the weekend, um, they got some currencies mixed up. Oh no! Um, it's beta. <laughs> yeah, it, it, what happened? And I don't remember the exact currency, but it was uh, thirteen thousand rupees to one U.S. dollar. Wow! And so games over there were really, really cheap. However, games here, uh, if it were a dollar, was instantly $13.9 million. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, somebody somebody forgot to carry the decibel. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, some numbers got – some wires got crossed, and it was uh, – everything was super, super expensive. I, and I'm sure they sorted it out and refunded wherever appropriate. <laughs> I would not. I, I, I don't think anyone would buy yeah, I'm glad I got my copy roller roller coaster tycoon before it became too rich for my blood. Uh, no, that was on Steam, not good old. Games. Oh, okay. It was on oh, Steam. yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. These digital platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's not a big deal. But yeah, competition is good. It it can only make things better. All right. So. That's going to do it for us this week. You can follow us on Twitter at InsertCoinTV. Uh, you can visit us at InsertCoinToBegin.com. New ooh, articles ooh, going up ooh, daily. Ooh, Bobby, 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 can... Bobby, 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 Bobby. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just saw this in the chat room. Uh, okay. Juggler John's in the chat room. Oh, he really? says, my recommendation, if you're on good old games, grab Hostile War- Waters and TS and TS Rising. Uh, it's his favorite. It's an RTS vehicle combat game. Go check it out. I'm playing awesome. with the dreads now. I'm playing with the dreads like a little girl <laughs> with pigtails. Um, anyways. I slid into some right. weird territory there. Could I continue on? Yes, the please. Outro? Please, please continue. <laughs> you can visit us on insertcointobegin.com. New articles going up daily. And you can join us live each and every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock on live.sorgatronmedia.com. Sorg, you want to plug anything before we go? Plugging all the things. Awesome chat is starting up. We thought the Jagoff, John Chamberlain over at awesomecast.net, got TEDx Pittsburgh this week. I'm talking about things. Bobby, I want you to listen to my latest challenge because I talked about you oh, no. partially. And uh, you're my target. You're my tar- target demographic Why for that one. Why am I target? And you're I'm my target, target demographic for, for today's challenge on sorgatron.com. Uh, go check that for a lot of fun and talking about social media video kind of stuff. And uh, again, check out me. Mini boss, mini mini boss. <laughs> I don't want to call it mini, mini boss battle. It seems a little too much. And please subscribe to us. The links over at insertcoin2begin.com on the YouTube's. And uh, shortly, I'll be rolling out the individual audio feed for mini boss. But in the meantime, just go to insertcoin2begin.com. Click all the links. Read all the articles. Watch all the videos. Chachi, he does stuff. Chachi, you got anything to plug? I think he's plugging a poop on his <laughs> no, I'm chair. Good. I got nothing. At, yep. at Chachi says. You can find me pretty much every day on the Twitters. Yep, me as well, at Bobby FJ Town, and that'll do it for us. Game over, guys. Game over, yeah! This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.